0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and
1: 365-day returns. Britain feels broken, but how do we fix it?
2: Westminster just doesn't seem to have the answers, but we have found some people who do.
1: Join me, journalist Becca Hudson.
2: And me, the former MP Ed Vasey, for How I'd fix.
1: From the price of a pint to the housing crisis, this is the show where we take an alternative look at the problems plaguing the nation.
2: And hear practical solutions from those in the know. Catch new episodes of Howard Fix wherever you get your podcasts. Rebuilding Britain starts here. Now, listen, they want me to say hello, welcome to the James Well best bits of tonight's show. I wish you can hear every night, Monday to Friday, on talk radio from 7 till 10. But I said, wouldn't it be best to call it the worst of whale? So have a listen. See what you think. Uh, First, I suppose the uh, story of the day is schools going back and how they're going to do Do you know, I'm I'm sorry, uh, my children have grown up and gone, but I'm bored about this, aren't you? Mm, Yeah. I mean, I'm just so bored about it. I don't even know what the rules are. Just send your kids back to school. What is the problem?
3: They don't, um, they're using it as an excuse so they don't have to go to work. That's what they're using. They're using them as pawns. to. As excuse. Yeah. They don't have
2: well, to go it's all sort of, no. you've got to do this, you've got to do that. And in the end, I, I yeah. think when they said, well... We, we well, see maybe... through
3: your plan. We see through your your plan. You want to just stay yeah. at home and yeah. get paid.
2: Well, let's talk to Caroline, Dr. Caroline Johnson, uh, Conservative MP for Sleaford and North Haker. Where on earth is that? No, Sussex, know. is it? Sussex? I don't know. Um, I think it's... Caroline Johnson, Good evening. Uh,
1: Good evening. Who, it's in Lincolnshire.
2: Where? That's what I said. Lincolnshire. Lincolnshire there, yeah. it's not, what do you mean? It's nowhere oh, it's near down, Sussex. Down, down the road a bit. Yeah. Oh, for goodness sake. Yeah. There's, yeah, a couple of hours, exactly. Yeah, a couple of hours down Caroline. Yeah. Now, you're on the, uh, the Education Select Committee, um, and everything, as far as I'm concerned, everything seems reasonably straightforward. What on earth is going on?
1: What do you mean? What is what on earth is going
2: on? Well, what on earth is going on? Because people are so organised yeah. arguments and chaos about it. Oh, well, we can't do this. We're not really sure what that means. Oh, how do I do this? Yeah. I mean, we had a bit of an argument with one of the teaching unions last week on the show yeah. about it. I mean, uh, head teachers are there to direct and uh, and sort everything out. Yeah. They don't have to be told every single thing they have to do. Surely, and all schools are different anyway
1: well of course they are and 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 of course they're absolutely capable of um identifying how to apply particular guidance to their own school as each is unique and that's what the government's done today is it said look we need all children back at school in september and it's issued um detailed guidance both to parents on what to expect um and on teachers to teachers on how to manage that within the potential different school environments yeah. this is really I mean, detailed guidance it's been it's been de- developed with the education sector and importantly, with Public Health England uh, scientific experts as well.
2: You would think that the teaching unions would it be uh, far more supportive, <clears throat> wouldn't you?
1: Um, well, to be honest, I think I've been a bit disappointed with some of them. Uh, one of them, the NFU, um, I think has, has said—I uh, believe—sent a letter to some of their teachers saying, you know, not to engage initially with how to get children back into school. then you know, if that's true, then that isn't a very helpful thing to do, is it? Um, So, um, you know, but I think we need to look forward and not back. We know that children, um, despite the best efforts of themselves, the valiant efforts of the teachers and the the, the input of their, their parents working very hard trying to juggle everything, that most children, to some extent, have fallen behind where they would have been if they'd been in school. And what we need to do is get them back into school uh, from September and focus on how we catch up uh, on that lost learning.
2: I mean, we're going to have to sort. I mean, you know, the the those people going to university this year, um yes. that's all going to be have to sort out. Otherwise, you get a backlog for the next few well, years. Well, the grades as well
3: is a big problem with the grading.
2: All right, the don't shout this at us. Sorry. The, the this
1: year is really difficult because you know the children can't sit their exams. They work really, really hard. They're looking forward to. Um, being able to show what they can do and now they can't and they're reliant on the mocks which you know some children do improve massively between the mocks and the final exams so we've got the teachers Mm. projections and we're working with those but if students feel that the result that they get isn't the result that they think they were capable of then they will be able to sit the exam in the autumn in any subject to make sure that they get you know they're given the opportunity to get the grades that they um, that they deserve if if they don't they don't but you know the process to um, uh, both uh, get the teachers' uh, projections and then to moderate them uh will 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 be happening, and they should get their results on time, which I think is really important as well
2: I mean I saw one head teacher today saying he didn 't know what all the fuss about he was sorting it out it 's quite obvious if you uh, if you just uh, follow your sense and take some of the other uh, uh, things that need, need not all schools. You can do uh, uh, an enormous amount of social distancing, and I think if anybody's seen the, the latest rules, then they're leaving quite a lot of that to the head teachers. And in some schools, you won't be able to do it. So but there's other uh, buildings I can borrow off the councils, yeah, aren't there? That yeah, aren't yeah, in yeah. use at the moment. Yeah, yeah. But uh, well, I'm just what we,
1: been what, we, what we said is that in primary schools from September, they will be uh, needing to be uh, in, in their bubbles, but not needing to be socially distant because for very young children that's that's very difficult to achieve and the yeah. older children will be encouraged to be socially distant where they can be uh, and put into bubbles which may be a class bubble or a year uh, group size bubble but there won't be the numerical restriction of 15 that there was initially because yeah. we know that the disease is much less prevalent so the risk is much yeah. lower and therefore we're able to do that and, and also because you put in place plans for what to do if a child were to develop coronavirus and test positive and Public Health England will go to that school. They may make testing kits available for perhaps the class or their bubble. Uh, and they would look in detail at each particular school, in each particular case, to decide whether there needed to be any further action, like isolating a bubble for a fortnight, hmm. for example.
2: The James Whale Show. Come praise the Whale on talk radio. We should get a school to invite us in and spend the yeah. day in school. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, that'd be, be fun, wouldn't it? Yeah. 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 Uh, right. OK, let's uh, just uh, have one more guest on this. Um, Gavin Williamson, the Education Center, Secretary, made an announcement uh, to the House of Commons about schools reopening in September. And uh, the plans are all out there. Uh, let's talk to Darren Northcott, who is a uh, national official. this again. national official for education at the NASUWT Teachers Union. Uh, Darren, good evening to you. Uh, good evening. Yeah. Now, um, you're not going to start moaning about the kids going back to school, are you? I think we've got a start of a plan to do
0: that, I would say. So the government's published its guidance today and there's some important things in there that have been missing to date. So there's some good advice in there on health and safety. There's some helpful advice and information for schools and because we all want to see pupils back in schools in September but we want to see it done in a way that, that's safe. I think the key thing is and you just I think touching on, on this a little bit in your discussion is making sure that parents and pupils have the confidence to know that going back to school is going to be safe and I think there's a bit more work to be done on that front um, and there's a few questions I think that are raised in that guidance but we'll keep talking to the DfE and try and get more information more advice more guidance so everyone <coughs> concerned feels it's hmm. safe and um, is being done in the best way possible.
2: What sort of guidance?
0: Well, there's lots of things in there. The guidance is...
2: Well, give me one. I don't want you to go through lots. I mean, life is too short for that. But just, you know, give me one thing that you're not clear about. Because Ash is very good at these sort of things. You might be able to sort it out. There's,
0: there's There's an awful lot of guidance that's been produced. I will not go through all of it. Don't worry. But just to pick one thing. So there's an issue there around transport. So that's really important to make sure that, that pupils can get to schools in a, in a safe way. And a lot of pupils depend upon public transport. So it's important, you know, there are restrictions on public transport. Whatever we think of those restrictions, they are there. And they're an important part of making sure that people who use buses, the tubes, the trains, that they feel safe, they feel confident. If you get a lot of students trying to use that public transport, particularly in big cities like London, then that's going to be an issue that needs to be addressed. How do we move lots of pupils around all at the same time to make sure that they can arrive at school safely? So we may have to have staggered start times. These are complicated
2: issues. Hang on, hang need. on. I, I mean, more information about. you know, why is it complicated when yeah, people yeah. are going to work and they're going yeah. on buses, they're going on trains, and even at some the same people time, are going yeah, the on the underground? And you I just mean, s- what- sorted it yourself, staggered starting times
0: a lot of a lot, lot lot of kids though lot of kids suddenly using public transport in big but there's cities there's a lot of workers that in big, big, cities big
3: cities doing that in the morning and they're in more danger aren't they they're more likely to catch it than
0: children awful lot of people using public transport suddenly you aren't using at the moment Start using it now. No one is saying that's insoluble. You're right. There are ways in which we can address this. We well, that, that's the it. job
2: of the head teacher, isn't it? Really, to get that well, sorted not, not, out.
0: Not, not to run London Underground or, or the buses. I think it's it certainly head teachers got a role. You're right. Mm. You just got to
3: wear a mask a and stay a metre apart. That's I mean that's the rules of everyone on public transport.
0: It, it is. There are rules on public transport. Wearing masks, all of it. Well, so that's it's what, what the kids will have of, to do. A of, having a lot of children on that oh, me. at the same time is, is a challenge that does yeah. need to be addressed. I'm not saying it's yeah. insoluble. Of course it can be addressed, yeah. but you need to do it in a planned, sensible way. That's what they've done in other countries where you've got children using public transport. We can do it here, but we need to make sure we've got that plan in place. So transport is a big issue. I mean, we, okay. we know what
2: we've got to do with it. Well, I'm sure they'll be sorting it out. Whether it's uh, uh, underground people who come on the underground or something, maybe they're, you know, even if they go on the underground, it's not going to be many stops away. You need more monitors
3: on the underground because there's people not wearing masks, so there need to be maybe people, transport police, or someone maybe keeping an eye on things. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think, that, I think that, that's a really good suggestion. I think that, that's part of it, absolutely. So cleaning as well. There's a lot of advice in that guidance about cleaning. That's important. That makes people feel confident. It's also important in managing the virus. But again, how that, there's a lot more cleaning that normally gets done in a school is required in this guidance, quite rightly, and parents would want that. They'd want to say, if my child's going back to school, it's got to have the best cleaning standards beyond what you normally would have in a school—that's a lot of cleaners. That's a lot of money that has to be spent. You need a plan to make sure that. But they still open.
3: They've never shut, so they've been running mm-hmm. all the time anyway.
2: Yeah. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Ahead of hospitality, I can't. I can't talk hospitality. About it. Hospitality opening weekend. Yeah. Very nice. Um, and they're getting all upset that uh, you know. Things might not happen. I think we've had them on the show before, the Nighttime Industries I thing. think we have, haven't yeah, we? Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Michael Kill, CEO of the Nighttime Industries Association. Uh, Michael, good evening to you.
4: Good evening, James.
2: How are you? I'm very good. Have we had you on the show I before? I think we have, haven't we? We, we have,
4: yeah. Definitely, yes. I've definitely been on with you mm. before, yeah.
2: Yes. Um, and we didn't take the mick out of your name or anything like that?
4: No, no, no. I got past that bit initially, but I'm happy
2: for you to crack on now. No, 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 no. I mean, it's too late now. The the time has passed, hasn't it, Ash? Well, I don't know. We could try.
3: It's funny, isn't it? That name is quite a good name to have, though, isn't it? Kill. Mr. Kill. Yeah. I suppose you're used to it,
2: I mean. It'd be difficult to open a bank account. I wonder what your ancestors
3: did that gave them that (laughs) name.
4: (laughs) Oh. I think it's Irish. Irish ancestors, my. Uh, different. That's yeah. different, then, isn't it? Yeah. Oh
2: well, say say yeah, kill know. with an Irish accent. Dash. Um, I'd, no, I can't do that. That's a appropriation. <laughs> <it? Yeah. laughs> anyway, Michael, what's going on? And um, you're not you're not happy, I know, at the moment. But things are going to start getting back to normal, aren't they?
4: Well, you would think so, wouldn't you? I mean, we've we've. Uh... Obviously, it's the opening weekend um, and uh, we've had guidance, we've had the regulation out, but, you know, still there's a massive amount of confusion of what can happen and what can't happen. Um, Mm. You know, you've got government giving guidelines, you've got planning and licensing officers uh, interpreting them in in certain ways, and then you've got operators in between trying to work out what the best way to do things are. And the population Uh, have
3: got absolutely no idea what the rules
4: are anymore. No well, they, they they just don't know what they're going no. to I mean many people are just don't know what to expect. Um, no, no, no. So um I mean the challenge the challenge you've got is there's a lot of people that want to come out but what they don't realize is you know uh, uh, only 50% of the venues are really going to be open no nightclubs or nighttime venues yeah. and yeah. Uh, they're going to be operating at less than 50% of capacity so uh, you know, if we if we have a big weekend, then it's going to be a big challenge for everybody. And okay.
2: queues
3: outside, but, uh, won't there?
2: Yeah, outside. I think what the problem is, Michael, that a lot of people are concerned, probably the age group that do go out for nighttime entertainment, apart from people like Ash and me who like to go to the theatre, have dinner, mm-hmm. maybe go to a nice, um, nice quiet dance hall afterwards. Yeah. Um, but the other sort of society want to go out and get out of their minds and fall all over the place and be stupid, yeah. and that's going to cause problems.
4: Well, I, th- I, I think the thing is that the government haven't helped this. I mean, they, they've built this up as the New Year's Eve weekend, which is encouraging people to go out and do more. I think there was a recent tweet by the Treasury that suggested people to go out and grab a pint, uh, which was retracted. Uh, it was put out on Wednesday and
2: then retracted mm. recently. Yeah, uh, but I think they meant that, in, you know, that's not an invitation to go out and get slaughtered, is it, really? I mean, are people that thick who go to night nightclubs now? Well, I mean, yes, yes they, they are. They bit, are. Yeah. I've yeah, so, yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, yeah, no, you're, you're right. Yeah,
4: I think I think that most people these days are pretty intelligent. They're not, uh, you know, they go. Oh out and they no, do no, no. no! But once once
3: they've and had a few do... drinks, down them. Mm,
2: yeah,
4: yeah, I mean, listen. It's always going to be a challenge around customer behaviour. I think everyone yeah. recognises that, <laughs> including the operators. So uh, yeah, you know. But it, I don't it, think it, it,
2: you know the problem here, Michael. Is I don't think there should be. Because a lot of people don't go out who would like to go out. Because sometimes they're just these idiots who yeah, just yeah. drink and drink and drink. And quite frankly, they're not the sort of people you need. Well, um, I think it's illegal, leave. isn't it, to be drunk? Yeah, but yeah, nobody I mean, does anything about it. No, exactly. I mean, it's you, totally you know very, when we were very, very younger,
3: dangerous. It's actually very dangerous mm. that they don't enforce that law. Because people, they, you
2: know, they used to have, to have be, the paddy wagon where I lived, and yeah. Saturday nights uh, <laughs> the cops would come up, get yeah. everybody, put them in the back, Load take them, them up, yeah, and stick uh, them to, in a cell to, somewhere.
4: To, to you wouldn't be, be allowed to guy. do that. I mean, yeah. Well, it's a lot stricter these days. I mean, licensing doesn't allow you to get away with things like that anymore. It is pretty intense. I mean, you know, the police uh, and local authorities are on most of the licensees pretty, pretty strongly. Uh, and intoxication is something that they, they you know, they're mm. on top of with people. And most most operators these days are very, very professional. So they, you know, don't underestimate mm. the professional levels out there at the moment. I mean, there's right. some great but, operators. So.
2: No, I know there are. I mean, my dad was a publican, so I was brought up in a pub. I know. But, you know, there are the idiots who will uh, uh, preload, I think they call it. Yeah, well, um, that's because yeah.
3: of the price of, of uh, you know, five pound yeah, fifty a then pint.
2: Then why should they be allowed to go out and use somebody's premises if they just just stay yeah. at home and preload all the all the yeah. whatever you want to do? Well,
3: there are some pubs that are, are choosing not to open, aren't there? So, I mean, why are they doing that, Mike?
4: Uh, I think there's a lot of them that are just unsure about how uh, how the marketplace is going to receive them. Uh, I yeah. mean, they're unsure. You know, some of them are financially don't find it's it's viable to right, open. Some yeah. of them. You know i mean they only had 10 days since the guidance came out so i mean the government were expecting a lot to be able to turn around all of the sort of protocols because every site's different so as you can appreciate people have tried to get themselves in order for this uh, this uh, covid sort of measures to make sure they can physically distance and they can look after people. when public health has obviously been a massive focus but some of them have not been able to achieve that and some of them are laying back and watching to see what happens over the first weekend I've got to be honest with you yeah I'm yeah, um, yeah. sure how the regulator's mm. going to receive so I think the industry as a whole is, has actually taken you know a lot of them have taken the right steps but obviously there's a big concern over you know how this is going to this is going to pan out how regulators are going to and, and how people you know with if, if we have a, a, a very strong weekend it's going to be a massive challenge for operators mm. and regulators across the board. The James Whale Show, come
2: praise the Whale, on talk radio. Reasonable precautions, we should be okay. Oh God, who's that? Who the hell's that calling at this hour? Yeah, I know. Uh, Sorry, can't talk.
3: We should go to school for a day, shouldn't we? It's more Dickensian in our day, well, especially your day, I mean. (laughs)
1: It's fine, there's nobody else on the bus, it's just me. Oh,
2: okay, that's fine, that's fine. Uh, that's well, fine. you should fine. do it
3: when there's other people on the bus. On hands. No, what? you hands should free. not. Yeah, and oh.
2: spread the word. Instead of clubs now where they just you go in and it's just... What? It's like some horror movie where people are just in there crammed in like sardines. I suppose I'm showing my age, but, you know. <laughs> what do you mean, Rich? i be on the pavement, mate. I'm not going to be on the road. Oh no, right? you it's will too dangerous not. on the
3: road. I'm not going on the road, man.
2: Oh, come on, yeah, guys, they're come they're on. They're People coughing they're and they're spluttering all over they're them. Oh, for goodness still, sake. It still tastes that. I,
4: I, don't, I don't know what buffets you go yeah, to.
2: Yeah, not those sort of places. <laughs> That was uh, the clips for today. The worst of whale or sorry, sorry, the best of James Whale. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed them. Well, I suppose if you didn't enjoy them, you won't be listening, will you? Anyway, I'll be back 7 o'clock until 10, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio. Have a great day. Thank you for listening.